Welcome to podcast number two. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Sarah Morgan with Hill of Zion. I'm sharing the word in my father's heart one chapter at a time. And tonight we're going to look at Luke chapter four, one of my favorite chapters. And I'll be sharing about that here soon. But first, let's open up in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just come to you in Jesus' name. Father God, I just thank you for your word. I just pray, Lord, as we read it, Lord, that it'll be your spirit that comes forth, that you'll anoint the reading of your word, that you will just speak to us through it, Father God. I just thank you, Lord. I do believe with all my heart this is a season, the acceptable year of the Lord, that you're calling us to go and do. And may we be those faithful servants. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, we're going to look at Luke chapter 4. We're going to start in verse 1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And so Jesus has just gotten baptized by John the Baptist. And so now the Holy Spirit, notice that it's the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit that is leading Jesus into the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in the And in those days he did not eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And so here's Jesus. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days. So for 40 days he had no food. And there he was being tempted by the devil. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Isn't that something that the devil tries to do to us? He try, he tries to uh, make us question if we're true, truly a child of God. But the truth is, he cannot make us doubt that. We can know that we know that we belong to him. And so we see that and we see how Jesus answers. And Jesus answered him saying, It is written that man should not live by bread alone but by every word of God. And so see here, here's the devil trying to say, you know, if you really are the son of God, well, see, we can back up with scripture as well, supporting why we are a child of God, what Christ has done for us, how he has done the work, how he has shed his blood for us, how we have received him, how we have fellowship with him, how we abide in him. He says, those that abide in me, I abide in them. And so it's important that we know the word of God because the enemy, he will, he will come and try to attack our mind and make us doubt our salvation. But man, when we're in that word and we know the word, we can fight back with the word. And the devil, taking him up into the high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for this is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give it. You know, the devil is still doing that today. Today, he's still offering people things, materialistic things. I'll give you this job. I'll give you this money. I'll give you this house. I'll give you this car. He's got people so consumed and so distracted that they don't realize that they've missed that greater thing. And so we have to be very careful because the enemy today is still trying to do that. He's still trying to make us set up a worldly kingdom instead of setting 
instead of seeking after the heavenly kingdom. So we got to be very, very careful of that. Verse 7. If thou will therefore if if thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to worship him. And you might think, I don't worship him. But if you're worshiping your money, you're worshiping him. If you're worshiping your job, you're worshiping him. If you worship your children, you're worshiping him. He has gotten it. He's gotten your heart. And you don't want to give him that. Okay? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of all the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. Now, I love that verse right there, get thee behind me. Some of us need to be telling the enemy that. When he's coming at us, trying to get us to worship him, trying to get us to turn our back and to forsake the Lord, we just need to tell him, get behind me, Satan. Okay? That we are to worship God and God alone. And I really believe that the Father is calling us into a season where we're putting him back on the throne. He wants us to do evaluation, examine ourselves to see what are our priorities. Is God number one? Because he wants to be number one. He is a jealous God. And back to verse 9, and he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. I highlighted that, you know, because that's how the enemy works. We might stand up against him. And even with Jesus, the enemy only departed for a season. He wasn't going to stop. The enemy is always going to try to destroy. That's his mission to um, destroy us. But that's where we have the word of God why we need to be in the word of God. That's why the father has given us a piece of him, the Holy Spirit, why we need to be um, really trying to yield to the spirit and asking the spirit to help us. And so God has given us the tools that we need, the same tools that Jesus has. You know, we said it was the spirit that led him into the wilderness. Well, we have that same spirit that's in us. And so, and we have the same word that Jesus was quoting back to the enemy. And so God has equipped us with everything that we need. And Jesus returned in the power. I love that. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and his custom was he went into the synagogue and on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. I love this. Oh, I love this verse. 
I highlighted this. If you have your Bible, highlight this, Luke 4, 18, because I believe this is one of the commissions that God is giving for us today. It was something Isaiah said, and now here is Jesus quoting that. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set a liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down, and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened, on him and he began to say unto them this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears i just love that it's the time to preach the acceptable year of the lord i believe with all my heart the father is getting his church ready his bride ready and he says the father says jesus will not come for us until every last one is ready and what does he want us to do us that are called, that are anointed. He wants us to go and do. He wants us to go to the poor. He wants us to go to the brokenhearted. He wants us to go to the captives, the sick, the bruised. What does he want us to do when we go? He wants us to preach the good news. He wants us to heal in the name of Jesus, to deliver in the name of Jesus, to cast out demons and to disciple. And that is huge. That last one, discipling, it doesn't matter if everything else happens if we're not discipling, teaching what the word of God says, how people can yield to the spirit and know what it is to be a follower of Christ. And so I'm ready to say, here am I. Just like Isaiah said, here am I. I'm ready to say, here am I. How about you? Verse 22. And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto them, you will surely say unto me this proverb, physician, heal thyself, Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. I have to laugh at that because I kind of look and I wonder if I'm accepted. Like knowing, you know, where I grew up, the church I grew up in, the town that I grew up in, the people who knew me, if I'm really accepted among them. I'm not the same person I was that I am now, but I think it's interesting that Jesus said that no prophet is accepted in his own country. So maybe you feel rejected from your hometown or where you live. Don't let that discourage you because Jesus said he was rejected also. But I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah, in the days of Isaiah, no, of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land, but unto, but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save unto Serapida, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow, and many lepers were in were in Israel in that time, and Eliza the prophet. And none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. 
And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath, and rose up and thrust him out of the city, and led him unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built, and they might cast him down headlong. But he, passing through the midst of them, went his way, and came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue, can I just say that right there in his word was with power? I want you to know that was coming from the Spirit. And just remember, we have that same Spirit. And God wants us to teach and preach with that same power. It's not about us. And that's why he wants that humility. If we're coming to the pulpits or coming before people to teach and preach with our own self, with what we have, with what we know, we, the people that we are trying to feed are missing out. Let's make sure that we're yielding to the spirit, that we're asking the spirit to fill us, to lead us, to guide us, to direct us, to give us the knowledge, to um, give us the wisdom, to speak through us, to give us what it is he wants us to feed the people that he puts before us. Amen. Oh, goodness. That right there. His word was with power. And he wants our word to be with power also. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil. Do you hear that? In the synagogue. Don't think because you go to church that you can't have demons. It's saying this one right here had an evil spirit, an unclean spirit. And cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Thou art come to destroy us. I know thee who thou art the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. And they were all amazed. Let me tell you, Jesus is ready to do that. There's people all around that have unclean spirits, that have demons that have a past that are in bondage that the Lord is ready um, to deliver. And so, you know, he's wanting us to be like Jesus. He's wanting us to go and spread that good news that Jesus, he's healer, he's deliverer. He, he can, he can do anything because of the power, because of his blood that he shed on the cross for us, that we don't have to be in bondage. We don't have to be in captivity. We can turn to him for complete healing, for complete deliverance, where the enemy no longer has control. But with that being said, we have to be obedient. He wants obedience. When we don't walk in obedience, that's when the enemy is able to have a foot in. And that's when he is able to come in and begin to operate and have control. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they came out. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. And he rose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. I love this. And Simon's wife's 
mother was taken with a great fever, and they besought him for the for her, and he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her, and immediately she rose and ministered unto him. And I love that Jesus touched her, the fever left, and immediately she got up and she began to serve Jesus. And that's with us too. You know what? Jesus does that. When he touches us, when we really have that touch of the Jesus, of his blood, what he has done for us, we don't want to sit down. We don't want to be on the sidelines. We want to stand up and we want to begin to serve Jesus. We want to be obedient. We want to do what he's calling us to do. Now, when the sun was setting and all they that had any sick with divers diseases were brought to them unto him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And devils also came out of many crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. And he, rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he was Christ. I don't know about you, but I know that I know that he is Christ. And I believe in Christ and I believe more than anything that this is the acceptable year that we're reading. That he's ready for us to get up, to go serve, to go and do exactly what he's doing in this chapter. And when it was that day, he depart when it was and when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place, and the people sought him and came unto him and stayed him, and he should not depart from them. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. Isn't that beautiful? Jesus was sent. Jesus came. Jesus died. He was buried. He rose again. And now he sits on the right hand of the Father and he's telling us it's time for us now. We must go preach the kingdom of God. And we need to do it everywhere People are all around us waiting. People who are poor, people who are brokenhearted, people who are in captivity, people who are sick, people who are bruised, and they're just waiting. They're waiting for someone to preach and tell them the good news of Jesus Christ. They're waiting for that touch to be healed, to be delivered, and they're waiting for someone who's willing to walk alongside them and disciple them in the Word of God with the help of Jesus. I love you guys. I pray this encouraged you and I pray that you just continue to get into God's word. Continue to seek him. He tells us in his word when we seek him, we find him.